0: Well, hello, everyone, and welcome. You are listening to The Parenting Collective, formerly known as The Baby Sleep Sessions. I'm your host, Donna Mawala, the founder of Bug to Sleep. I'm a certified paediatric sleep specialist working with expecting parents, newborns, infants, toddlers, and children up to seven years of age here in Perth, Australia-wide, and all around the world. And I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, beautiful families, and welcome to the Parenting Collective. On this week's episode, I have the gorgeous Brooke Villinovich. Her business is the Social Club Community, or Social Club Community. She's an Insta business coach extraordinaire. We're very, very lucky to have her here in Perth, where I'm located, Perth, Western Australia. So we get to meet each other at functions and business, women in business lunches all the time, which is fantastic. We've got to know each other. Um, she was living in Perth, and now she's just recently shifted to Croatia with her family, her husband Dom, and her little boy, Carlo, who is one, and she's doing everything that she can do. All her glorious Instagram knowledge is being shared from Croatia. Um so she uh, was basically someone that I met through business. um she had her business going for at least five years, then she became pregnant. Uh, had beautiful Carlo and could get back to the business pretty quickly because he was an angel baby, (laughs) as she calls him. And he uh, slept really well and um, could fit in with her still um, being off to work, which was great. Then as – Um, he got a little bit older around five six months of age things went a little bit pear-shaped with his sleep so then it got obviously really stressful because he was waking a lot at night and then he wasn't sleeping like he was normally sleeping during the day so she had it quite organized in regards to her entrepreneurial business running but when your baby needs you baby needs you so then she reached out and um, I was really excited to work with them all and of course we got him sleeping incredibly together and so now he sleeps all around the world, on planes, in cars, internationally. He's a champion sleeper. Um, so today I just wanted to talk to her about becoming a mother, the entrepreneurial, you know, business, how how hard it is for, for to create your own business, but also when you become a mother, how much that can change everything really. And also sleep, you know, like not getting sleep, how that impacts the family. So I hope you enjoy. Speak to you soon. Bye. Well, hello, Brooke, and welcome to my potty. Hi, Donna. So much to talk about today. Brooke um, Vilinovich is an Instagram queen business coach. She's created her incredible business from the ground up. Um, she is a mum to Carlo and a wife Ooh. to Dong. So all of these things going on in her life. Um, And we work together with um, beautiful Carlos Sleep at a certain age, which we'll talk about. But I really wanted to talk to you about your journey, your journey from being an independent young woman, creating this incredible business, your challenges, burns out, everything that you can think about creating your business, and then how much it changed when you become well, you're leading up to becoming a mum and then becoming a mum. And the big changes, your biggest challenges there. So So, I left my previous job
1: because I didn't see how I'd ever be able to really start a family working that way in those hours. Not that I wanted to start a family then, but it just was not going to be conducive. So like many business owners, I started a business for freedom and flexibility and I wanted to be able to work around my family. And not sort of have one or the other. Yeah. I, I didn't know how that would look because honestly, yeah. I never wanted kids. Didn't you? Um, no. Nah. That's funny. I'm the yeah. youngest. I'm the youngest of four, and my sisters are quite a bit older than me. Yep. So I was always the baby. I was never around babies. And oh, I just nice. was always thought children would just not be for me. There you go. And then I met Dom. Oh.
0: I your know life.
1: and I thought actually the idea of you know coming together and making something that's half of him and half of yeah. me that would be quite cool yeah so Carlo was planned it wasn't a <laughs> mistake and we did want him but I tell you what I felt pregnant when I was 35 and I don't think I would have been ready a day earlier
0: yeah it's funny isn't it because I was 30 I couldn't wait to have babies but now I'm like yeah. oh my goodness but um a lot of people are, you, there's so much to do before isn't there yeah. really yeah some people yeah. Don't to, but yeah 35's good and
1: i know people say there's no right time but no. actually for me it was the perfect right time oh, good.
0: that's lucky for you isn't it
1: thank you yeah mm. it was the right time and honestly i thought it would take a couple of years because i was 35 and i had everyone telling me how hard it was going to be for me, and that it probably won't happen. And I even had one lady say to me, oh, don't worry, I was an IVF mum because I waited too. Oh, people.
0: People. (laughs) Why can't people just be positive? Like it's none of their business.
1: And you know what the funniest thing, the lady that said that to me, I was already pregnant and she
0: didn't know. You should have said it.
1: It wasn't. No, because it wasn't public. (laughs) But I had a little like (laughs) moment to myself. Good. Um. So yeah. So I started my business, and then, uh, as I'm sure so many business owners can relate to, it got to a point that I was working just yeah. around the clock, wild hours, and my husband was FIFO when I started my business. So, and how long ago nothing, was that now?
0: How, how long uh, that?
1: almost seven years?
0: Seven. Wow.
1: Yeah. So I had nothing to do but work he wasn't here yeah and what I would do is I would work while he was away and then when he came home I would take that time off to be with him but over the years the business grew to a point where I couldn't take time off when he came back I had to keep working and that for me was probably the first time I realized well hang on a minute I'm not sure I I want this because I started a business for freedom and flexibility and now my husband comes home for three days a month and I can't see him Mm -hmm. because I have to work. Why am I doing this? Yeah. So yeah, that for me was a big wake-up call and that's when I started to pull back services um, and focus on what was making me happy rather than what was making me money. Mm
0: -hmm. Um, And and what what year, because it because I'm always listening to podcasts and stuff like that and being an entrepreneur, businesswoman with children, it feels Mm. like everyone, sounds like everyone goes through that. So Mm. can you remember what year that was? Because it's all about growth, 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 growth. And then all of a sudden you go, eh. Can you remember, was it what year around, like three, four or five that you thought, oh. Yeah,
1: it must have been because I already had the social club because I cut out heaps of other services, Mm -hmm. but the social club, was $29 a month so yep. it was my lowest cost service mm-hmm. and I also had a $6,000 service that oh. I cut yep. out because yep. I just wasn't enjoying it yep so it must have been the social club will be five this year okay? There you go. and I've only been in business for seven years so yeah around <laughs> around the three-year mark yeah yep.
0: Mm-hmm. it's a strange thing um, to sort of get to the point of like do I even want to do it you put all of this why am I doing this well and you but you could hold on because it's worth it but yeah
1: yeah and then I experienced something pretty sad in my personal life my oh. sister got really sick oh, no. and needed a lot of care and obviously we wanted to spend time with her oh. we knew that she was going to pass away oh, and I'm so sorry. oh thank you yeah it'll be coming up to two years now oh, um and I was doing it I had my assistant but I was still doing a lot myself
0: yeah
1: and when she first got sick I could work because she just sort of slept a lot mm-hmm. but then she got sicker and sicker and you couldn't work
0: yeah, I had, um, had to be around her. You wanted to, you wanted
1: yeah. to be around her. Yeah. yeah, but a mixture of one and a mixture of the yeah. other. You yeah. wanted to be and also she needed it. Yeah. And it was a pretty horrible time and it was a really horrible time for my parents as well, just mm-hmm. for the whole family. It was yeah. horrible. Um, and I needed more help because I just I, I, physically and emotionally couldn't do it. Yeah. So I had to work out with the business what, Absolutely only I could do, which yeah. was most of the, you know, podcasts and yep. showing up a video and recording, mm-hmm. like unless I could make a clone of me, yeah, um, no. I couldn't. I, I couldn't. So everything else I had to outsource or, yep. or train my team or hire in. Um, and then I'm so grateful to my team for mm. getting me through that. And then my sister did eventually pass away um, and obviously, you know, I took my time to grieve. But what I then found was I suddenly had all this time on my hands. Mm. Um, And previous to that, although I wanted children with Dom, I also didn't see how it would fit into my business. Of course, yeah. And I didn't see how it would work. No. And then all of a sudden, I and COVID had come through yeah, as well. That
0: time, Oh my gosh.
1: Yeah. So, um, I was traveling before COVID, I was traveling and doing a lot of keynote speaking, and also Dom was FIFO. So, you know, to make a baby, yes, uh, you, you have to be together and you have to be <laughs> together. It's very specific. Times. Yes, you do. And that was not very conducive yeah. to our lifestyle. Then all of a sudden we were together a lot mm. and I'd managed to, you know, I'd I'd managed to give a lot of my work over to my team Definitely. and could start to see, well, actually, hang on, maybe we could fit a baby into yeah. our lives. Great. And yeah, maybe this would work.
0: And so delegate. Spend the delegate. money. Delegate. Delegate, yeah.
1: Yeah, delegate and outsource. Again, for me, I didn't really have a choice. Yeah. Um, I don't know, though, if I would have done it if I hadn't been forced into it in that situation. Mm, mm. Um, But if you want your business to grow, yeah, there comes a point where you've got to delegate unless you want to work 100 hours a week.
0: And I think everybody does. This is what happened. Like I've got three children and I absolutely worked a million hours with children you know and I did it with the drive but then you can't do it you literally get to a point so you're like oh I'll outsource oh but then you can never go back really so I think the biggest thing is being brave enough uh to outsource find find the good people to outsource so you have that time yeah
1: and just start slowly write down everything you do every day and sometimes once you write it down and you see it in front of you on a piece of paper you think wow i I didn't even realise really all the things that I'm doing that actually somebody
0: else could do. Yes, because it's your Um, baby too. That's what I found. Because I've created it from nothing, you know, it was me. How could anyone possibly know how to run anything? But, you know, it's getting past that too, isn't it? It's like trusting people to be able to go, oh, that's amazing because that's what they're good at. Which is a really hard part as well. And
1: it does take time to find the, the right people and the right team. So another thing I will say is if, You know, if you get someone and it doesn't work out, don't let that stop you. No. There will be somebody else.
0: Yeah. Yes. As always. Everyone's replaceable. As
1: as always, there will (laughs) be somebody else. Yeah. So um, from a a bit of a mixture of that and then a mixture of our life and then a mixture of what I had sort of been through emotionally the year before, I thought let's start trying Mm because this could take us a while.
0: Yeah, because everyone told you.
1: Because everyone told me that. And also I kind of believed it too. Yeah.
0: I, I thought you may fit take and healthy a while.
1: Though. I am fit and healthy, but emotionally mm. I was in a horrible place. Oh, and you, then again,
0: and you know that again, like we've had a bit of a rough couple of years and still get the business going, emotional stuff, but um, it's hard to show up when your mm. life feels like it's falling apart, isn't it, you know? Mm-hmm. So there was a lot going Absolutely. on for you. Mm-hmm.
1: There was a lot going on and I never cancelled on my members. No one in my business knew what was I wouldn't have known. I followed you far. I wouldn't uh, have known. Yeah, and, you know? and that was important to me, though, because my business was what got me through that yes. because it gave me a bit of time yes. to do something I really loved and yes. a way that I could help. Yes. I had all these people I could help and yes. then I had my poor sister that I yes. couldn't help. Yes. So it, it I needed that yeah. during that time.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I don't think I would have made it through that time if I hadn't had my yeah. business.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. but yeah, so we started trying and then I said to Dom, I could feel different. <laughs> and I'd never done a pregnancy test before, and I didn't know that you had to do them at like certain yeah. times of yeah. the day. Yeah. Um, or certain times. And I just, it was like an afternoon and one of Dom's workers were over and I did the test and it was negative And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. okay. But I was like, no, I think it's wrong. I don't believe this. So I actually read the instructions and was like, oh, okay, you you meant to do them in the morning. you meant to do this you meant to yes. do that. And so I, I picked the date that I was going to do the test, and I made sure it was a Sunday, so Dom and I were both home oh, together.
0: Yeah.
1: And I remember sitting on the balcony the night before with Dom, and I just—I knew I was pregnant, and I just felt different. I felt different. I Amazing. felt like I could feel it in my body People already. Say
0: that I know.
1: Yeah, I hundred percent could, and I said to Dom. Are you ready for our entire lives to change tomorrow? Because tomorrow we become parents officially. And Dom was like, don't be silly. You don't feel pregnant. Blah, 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 blah. And then I woke up at 4.30 and I was like, (gasps) I'm going to do it. Yeah, and I ran to the other bedroom and I did it and I sat there and I remember saying to myself, if it's pregnant, I'm still just going to wait for Dom to wake up. And as soon as it said pregnant, I screamed and went running into the bedroom and jumped on the bed. Uh, And Exciting and that was the beginning <laughs> was. of the life change
0: yeah and that
1: was the beginning of the life
0: change um crazy 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 so you know then pregnancy you still yeah yeah I mean you were even working I think before in the birthing suite I think I saw you talk you know like that's what you're like you're a worker 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 right and mm-hmm. so then obviously did you have time off when he arrived like um truly have time off or was always still like you know a little bit so
1: yes yeah I'd planned to take 12 weeks off yeah um and everything I'd hoped to just have a natural birth yes um, and however that's what you would have liked yeah that's what I would have liked yeah um and then take 12 weeks off but up until that point in my business I'd never had time off no so remember that yes then I went for my 37 week scan um and <laughs> my obstetrician was said how are you how are you feeling and you know by 37 weeks you're like a walrus and you can't yeah. move and you can't sleep and you can't do anything and I was like oh I just wish it was tomorrow or I just wish it was now like I'm yeah. ready yeah But even though I wasn't ready no but uh, yeah, and she said, "Do you want the good news or the bad news?" And I was like, what, how, "What?" And she was like, "Well, the bad news is that your placenta has stopped pumping blood, but the good news is you're having this baby now." And I remember just—I just burst you out laughing. Have been ready? For God, I, like, I burst out laughing, and I was like, "No, I'm not. What are you talking about? It's not of time?" She was like, "No, no, he's done. He's cooked. He's ready to come out now and now." And so I called my husband. Um, and I had a masterclass that night. Oh, That's how no. unready I was. Oh, my and Lord. I was like, "No, no, no, Shona, I can't, I, I can't have the baby right now. I, I have to teach a workshop tonight. Like, is, we can't do this." I know. And she, she was really good. She was like, "All right, I'll let you go home. You can finish your work, but you got to come back." Really? And,
0: <laughs> yeah. And you did. Nutty. How did you and do the, the workshop? workshop?
1: Oh my god, I don't, That whole night was like a real, real blur. It was so funny. Oh anyway, um, and then it's it's there's oh, I think I can't remember the name. It's like Parkinson's law or something that um, you will fill the time with a task based on the time that you've I haven't, got. I
0: haven't heard that. But, oh,
1: I can't remember. I can't remember what it's actually called. There's a there's an actual law for In, it. Yeah, so yeah. I thought that I had about you know three more three-ish more weeks right? and I had the work that I needed to get done over the three-ish more weeks Yes, and I managed to get it done that night. No. And then I went to the hospital. I got hooked up to all the things um, and the, mid, the head midwife came in and she said, look, I think that you can go home and come back tomorrow. I'm just waiting to hear back from your obstetrician, But at 37 weeks, we actually want the baby to stay in you for as long as possible. She said even another day would make a difference. Really? So you can imagine by then I was hysterical. Frantic. Frantic. Yeah. -hmm. Yeah. Because I didn't think I was having a baby. Then I found out I was having a baby. Then I had to go home, get my work done, come back to the hospital, pack everything up, get everything ready go to the hospital, have a baby, to sit there for two hours to be told you're not having a baby, you can go home.
0: you just go, no, we're having it?
1: Oh, my God. It was so much. It was so much. Um, anyway, we ended up going home. You did. actually, yeah, it was good because I was, at the end of my pregnancy, I had a quite a rough pregnancy I was very very sick for like the first six months and then I had really yeah really oh it was horrible and then I had really bad insomnia and really bad heartburn so I couldn't lie down because sleep and I couldn't sleep so that was the last couple of months of my pregnancy and then I think adding in that whole part I was so exhausted that I went home that night and I slept from 7 p.m. till like 7 a.m. the next morning and I had not not slept that long for months, but probably from before I got pregnant. Wow. And I got to wake up and wash my hair and Dom and I had just sat and had like a coffee together and just like have a minute. Yeah. And then I think I had to be at the hospital at about 11 And I ended up having to have a caesarean, not an induction because Carlo was breech but not just he was like back to front, upside down, like mushed everywhere.
0: Yeah,
1: Yeah, which I wasn't happy about either. Like I was really upset because I didn't want to have to have a caesarean. Anyway, it all worked out totally fine. And because it wasn't like an emergency caesarean, well, I'd had a full night's sleep the night before Yeah, it was. It wasn't that bad. The night, the first night, was pretty horrible.
0: Yeah,
1: but in terms of my recovery, I think because I hadn't laboured, I recovered pretty quickly. That's good. Um, and we went home from. I think we stayed in the hospital for. My milk didn't come in until day six, and I didn't want to leave the hospital until my milk came in. Yeah, so they were they were absolutely amazing. I had that was probably like the best five days of my life, even <laughs> though my body got sliced in half. Yeah, yeah. I just fought yeah, yeah. that.
0: Was, yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. And just like that quality time with your yeah. husband. Yeah. And I didn't Little even bubble. I took my laptop, yes. didn't even open
0: it. Good. Didn't
1: open social media. I think I looked at my phone like once a day. Yeah. Um, and really just enjoyed being present right. and in the moment. Yeah. But then We got home and Carl was just a little legend. And all he did was eat and sleep every three hours. And even though I was waking up every three hours because my insomnia had been so bad, I was only sleeping a couple of hours a night before I had him. So I'm probably the only person to say that they had a newborn and got more sleep. (laughs) That's good. People are probably listening, hating me, but yes. don't worry, it, no. gets,
0: it gets bad, which is where Donna comes in. It gets bad. You um, had a really nice time when you were sleeping.
1: Yeah. And then also because I just had five days, the first yeah. five days off that I'd ever had in my I business, I was like, I'm ready to get back into it. Like, I'm bored. Let's do this. I had you ideas do. and it and you did. must have been like all the hormones oh my and everything. Gosh. Yeah, I like missed my work yeah. and I missed, and I had nothing to do because I know because he slept. I hadn't, because he slept and I hadn't sat around and done nothing yeah. since I, hadn't before had a chance. I started my yeah.
0: business. That's what I mean. Yeah. And most people that are business entrepreneur people are, we're all like this, just don't stop. Mm, so that's good. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So you sort of got back into it because he was sleeping really well. Yeah. And, and did and you, then. Yeah. <laughs> and then. So did you have to obviously you still gave yourself 12 weeks to gradually get back into it? Nah, no,
1: Not really. really. I just
0: got back into I
1: it. yeah, I remember saying to my assistant cuz she used to come over every Tuesday and yeah. we planned for her not to come over for 12 yeah. weeks. Yeah. And I remember saying to her I feel really good. Yes. I'm really excited to get back into work. And why not? But You could come over and it could all turn to shit, but I'm not going to know until we try. Sure. So why don't you just come over and we'll just do like a test today and see how this works. But it was fine. And And it worked well. And it really worked. Yeah, I think I was so mentally prepared for the absolute worst. Yeah. And also I actually, upon looking back, think that I might have had a bit of like, um, not postnatal but like prenatal depression like yeah, I was I was in a bad place. Yeah and you'd yeah. lost a sister too. Like I'd lost my sister. Um, I'd been really sick. Yeah like sick really pregnancy. sick yeah. with the pregnancy yeah. and I just I just wasn't yeah. I just
0: was not in a good you were you were just um not my off. moment.
1: But that's yeah. okay. so I know. yeah <laughs> I was just loving Not fully feeling like myself again but starting to feel like me again. That's good. And simple things like being able to exercise, like towards the end of my pregnancy, I couldn't even go for a walk. Yeah, yeah. Like, Being able to move my body and just starting to do little things that felt like me again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, really, really helped. And then yeah, before I knew it, I was back, back full into time it.
0: doing everything. You were, and you were. Yeah. And this is where, like we were saying, everything was lovely and you were working and you you were things were obviously you were working around his sleep and your, your assistant could calm, and you're working around that, which is great. When one of the bigger challenges happened is when, yeah, we've known each other for a little bit and went, Donna, because I think he was about five months. I should have looked that up, a five. Um, mm. He wasn't uh, close to six months because he wasn't fully on solids yet. And his, um, no. and his, his um, sleep went pear-shaped. Now, not only that it was affecting your nights, it was more the, for the days for you because you were like, I've got to do my work. And what's happening? Mm. And what do I do? And trying to get some consistency back, so you, you obviously reached out when it was at a point where you were like, "Christ, this is really affecting not only your you your life, but your business." It didn't affect your business, but how to get the business stuff done when you've well, got a. Well, I
1: was exhausted. You know. mm. Yeah, I, Carlo. Um, so I had a lot of trouble—not a lot of trouble with breastfeeding. Actually, that's not true. I didn't have a lot of trouble. I just could never—I never had enough milk. Yep, so enough. I was breastfeeding, then giving him formula, yep. then expressing for every single that's feed. That's a lot.
0: That's a lot. Yeah.
1: And it was a lot. And um, and no, and you know, people were like, "Just stop expressing because it's demand and supply," and blah blah blah. But I just—I never ever had enough for him ever yeah. and I was eating the cookies and I was doing, yeah, doing everything and was doing yeah. That.
0: yeah and, and that he happens though like, you know
1: hungry little kippo yeah. yeah um so I ended up I only breastfed for six and then my milk just disappeared yeah. I was like pumping and getting like not even five yeah. meals yeah. and then you know how frustrating yeah. that yes. is yes very so, um, after six weeks of beating myself up about it, and actually everyone was pretty supportive. Mm. they were like, "Just give him for yeah. like you say weeks. to people,
0: "A fed baby's a happy baby, you know, yeah. and you know, mum has to be okay too. that's the other big thing.
1: yeah, mentally, it was really hard because you do feel like you know, I don't know, you feel like yeah, you a failure do. like why why is my body not letting me mm. do this thing that seems to be so normal and natural for everybody else? Why can't I do yeah. it?" So that was actually mentally a pretty tough time. But what happened from that is then Carlo just started sleeping through. So from when Carlo was like not even two months, he was sleeping from like 7 o'clock at night to we would wake him up at like 8 because I missed him and was like, hello, hang out with me. Mm, So we're talking from like eight weeks he was sleeping through more than through the night. Unicorn baby. Unicorn baby, and I was like, This is a breeze. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> then, yeah, it was around about six months because it was just before the Christmas party. yep One night, and Carlo always had a dummy as well. Yep. So sometimes he would wake up during the night, we just put his dummy back in and go yep. straight back to sleep. And one night he just started waking it. up every 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Oh, absolutely. and I think, I think maybe I did like I don't know three or four nights, and then was like I can't do this. Oh, no, and no, you were right in the bits work. Of, um,
0: lots of stuff with your business too. But this is what yeah. happens. It could all. It, this is what I say to everyone. No one's done anything wrong. You sometimes drive yourself crazy trying to figure it out, but it can just be de- developed mentally. And all of a sudden, what was working didn't work. So mm-hmm. or doesn't work. You know. Um. So yeah. So then, obviously, hugely impacted you're you know you were tired trying to get sanity. your baby, yeah, sanity and then try not to feel like a guilty mum because you're working when he's awake and all of that juggle so yeah. then we we worked together get got him sleeping again and then obviously um that has been an ongoing good thing for you understanding oh. the consistency around sleep and for him and your you and your business as well
1: yeah, absolutely, and just learning like you taught me. So, just even learning how naps work, yeah, and when they should have them, and why, and actually, if they sleep more during the day, they'll sleep better at night, yeah. and
0: that's a fine line.
1: Yeah, just just so much that I didn't
0: know. Yeah, and you, you're not to know. And when it's working, why would you even look at it? You know, because mm. he's, he's such a chill bubs. You're know, like, what? But then what I'm about, mm. and again, particularly for women who everyone mostly has to work these days, and if not, it's, you know, you could creating your own business, is trying to carve out that time that you're not impacting parenting, which is itself. Mm. Um, so what happens is they're not sleeping well at night. They're all over the place with their naps as well. Um, mm. And then being able to sleep in the cot. So, not just out in the lounge room, yeah. you know, like having that consistency that you can work your day around his sleep. So, how yeah. old is he now? Is he nearly 12 months? Has he gone to Oh my
1: God. Months? On Saturday, he'll be 12 <gasps> months. Oh my gosh.
0: I can't believe Isn't it. Isn't that
1: crazy? Yeah. It's I was cold. buying a one candle and I almost started
0: crying. You would have to. Look at what's happened in mm. the year. Uh, and you, know. you, and the thing is, like, we still talk about sleep and if you ever need anything, you can all, you know, I'm on your speed dial, but um, letting everyone know that you've shifted out of your apartment because you're going to go live overseas for a little while, which is so exciting, um, living yes. with your parents at the moment. And so you can see that when sleep is a great foundation that they can sleep everywhere.
1: Yeah. And yeah. it opens you up to maybe we could do this and maybe we could yeah. do that instead yeah. of instead of being... Like yes, I now understand that there's certain things that I do during the day that will ensure yep. Carlo sleeps at night. Mm-hmm. But I also I cannot live a life where he has to go no. down
0: at nine oh one on the dot and will only no. sleep to this time. No. I, I can't live like no. that. And that's you know that's what I'm about. Flexible, flexible routine. Yeah. Making like when we talked about you going away and you like what happens when we go to And What happens when we go okay. here? And I'm like, just work on his wake times and he has okay. to have a nap. Oops. And then whenever he goes, wherever he goes in the world, he should be able to sleep anywhere. And that's the truth. Mm-hmm. And that's why I work so hard for everyone to understand to have a life.
1: Like I said we don't just to feel confident yeah. as well because mm. there's so many times as a mum that you don't feel confident, or probably all the time now. But it's nice to same. even, yeah, mm. it's nice to even like yesterday we went out for lunch with some friends and we were deciding whether we were going to go to another place or not. And I just said, guys, we're gonna have to go because Carla needs to have sleep, yeah,
0: yeah. otherwise. Tonight it's going to be a nightmare. Well, tonight and also you know? we liked just knowing that exactly. But also, want yeah. flexibility that he can sleep in a pram or car. But also understanding babies don't like staying up at night, going to lunches or, or go out for dinner. They don't like it, you know. Nah. But you can
1: still, and he's so good. He's so good, and he had been great that entire time yeah. because I'd been able to work yeah. our lunch and his yeah. naps around both of our lives. Absolutely, but just knowing by that point, like. If We stay, it's going to push it,
0: it's not, and he's not going to enjoy it. And he sleeps in no. Cram and Car still, yeah. He loves it, loves it. So, yeah, it's game changer, yay! Well, thank you so much for sharing your journey through uh not being a mum, being a mama, sleep. <laughs> <by laughs> you, know it's amazing, and thank, thank you, thank
1: you for all your help. Honestly, You're always
0: here, wherever you are. In I your-
1: think like. What do people do that don't know people like you? Imagine if I, I was still waking up every yes. forty-five minutes.
0: You <gasps> could be. That's what happens when yeah. people finish. They're like, oh, my gosh, I should have done this earlier. I know. <laughs> oh, I don't know, but it, like I say to everyone, sleep should be a priority for the health of your family and your child. You know, yes. if, if we feed them healthy food with the, all the love and support we give, sleep is achievable anywhere, everywhere. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thanks, Good luck with everything. So if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to leave me a rating and review on our podcast. I love reading all of your messages, so shoot me a DM over on Instagram. I am at Sleep. B-U-B, number two, sleep. I also offer a free 15-minute phone chat. If you'd like to book one, head over to my website, ww.bub2sleep.com.au and request one there. So try to remember to be kind to yourself and always know you're doing the best you can every day no matter what your days are like. Until next time, much love.